0: Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and I've been speaking with Kevin Roy, the co-founder of Green Banana SEO, a pay-for-performance SEO and digital marketing agency. In today's episode, we're going to continue our conversation about SEO and dive into quantum theory and more. And so you guys have also, so this is, I thought was interesting, you guys have the pay-for-performance model. Right, mm-hmm. um, and I love that obviously because you guys stick with the, the core concepts of what Google's looking at. And once again, if you stick with that, then you can you can have a pay performance model. All right, I mean, I think it makes total sense. So tell us a little bit about your guys' approach when it comes to that. Um, you know, for you guys' SEO campaigns and, and why you guys decided to go with a pay for a pay performance model.
1: So it, it kind of boils down to. uh, uh, experience that I had about 12 years ago. So I've been in the web world for a long time and we used to exclusively just do websites and web projects and, and we still do web development, but, um, but we kind of shied away from the big monster projects. We did things for like SAP and, you know, HP and those things that take, you know, a year and a half to, to do, but, um, one of our larger clients that we had been working on with a, for websites had asked us to do search engine optimization, and I've always wanted to do it. This was like 12 years ago. So I spent months just digging in to, to what we need to do for, um, you know, to help these people get ranked and make their site optimized. We did all the work. I built this giant report you know, and had it found and brought it into the team and pulled an all-nighter, putting this thing together, put it around in the conference room. And not one person looked at that document that I put together. And one of the, the executives looks at me and she said, so what are we paying you for? And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, like I'm like this, the, all this stuff, right? That that I realize that I'm in a room with all these super intelligent people and none of them have any idea what I'm talking about. And it, even if I go through and explain it all, they, they just don't care. Half of the words like, you know, uh, LSI and schema and, you know, keyword density and metadata, they don't, it's going right past, right? So, so I said in the middle of the, of the meeting, I said, how about this? You want to get on page one for these keyword phrases. I think I can get you there. If I can get you there, you pay me and you're going to pay me this. If I don't get you there, don't pay me, but you're going to sign a 12 month commitment. And I'm never doing one of these reports again. They said, great so i walked into my business partner and said so we have to figure this out you got <laughs> right? a new so, model <laughs> right got a new model i think it's going to work um, and and honestly what what we do for seo isn't any different but it's also important to note that i'm not guaranteeing page 1 i'm guaranteeing that if i can get you there you pay me if i can't get you there you don't pay me. Um, if you absolutely 100% need to be on page 1 in a certain time frame in a certain position then I, I've got a Google AdWords program that can get you there. Right? So yeah. I can guarantee on. page one with Google AdWords. I can't guarantee it with SEO um, because this, this isn't meant to be scammy. It's meant to be, hey, we think we can get you there. We're gonna do what every other SEO company typically does to get you ranked by building relevance and creating content and, and make sure your site structure is healthy and you know, all these things that, that, that um, SEOs should be doing, but we don't waste our time on reports. And we did it partially because there's a lot of of misinformation and scam in in SEO. And I thought it was going to make the sale easier. What came out of it unintentionally was that that customer service is is much lower. Because if we're doing our job and they don't believe us, they just Google it and they can see that they're ranked. Um, And thankfully, we've been doing, you know, this is our, like going on our 13th year of doing this. So... A, a good benefit that we have is, you know, we can take three to four months to get clients ranked on page one, but because we have so many people that we've worked with and we're continuing to work with, we can afford not to make any money for
0: a few months on projects. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. To, so, to, to front load it. Cause that's when it takes yeah. the time and a lot of effort. And then at the end, it's just kind of maintenance. Yeah. Well, it, it,
1: it, it's maintenance and watching like you, you get, like we have a, we have a proprietary app that we built that, that it's, it's a rank checkout but it, when there's a dip in a, in a ranking it signals my team and the team will go oh why did this dip we'll have to go look into it um, is there any adjustments that we have to make um, but the you know the the important thing is is that is that because we're paid for performance all those things like building link farms and and hiding text and things that you're not supposed to do whether our clients know what they are or not Google is way bigger than we are and yeah. if they figure, not if, when they figure it out, I don't want to wake up and realize that every single one of our clients has lost all our rankings and I've lost my entire billing, you know, yeah, future. That, that so would be a terrible morning. So, yeah. Right, so while it takes it would be a difficult. terrible year, right? <laughs> you, you know, so uh, while it, you know, when it, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, it could take a little bit longer, but, you know, my clients don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about you know, losing sleep over getting busted for some fancy rank scheme.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that makes sense because then really it also says, hey, listen, like if we're not doing things the right way and you get in, we get in trouble for it, then we're not gonna get paid. So guess what? We're gonna absolutely do things the right way, which I think is important because most people have no idea what SEO is. Like you said, you give these reports and they go, oh, that's awesome. So what are you going to do? Like, it's like, I don't really, I have no idea what that means. Just tell me what, what the end goal is and how you're going to do it. And then just do it and just show us. And that's really what it came down to. It's like, okay, now I can skip. I didn't have to stay up all night. Now I can just tell you guys, hey, we're going to be able to get you here on page two or whatever. I think you're going to be able to get you better in the rankings. Exactly. Yeah. I think that makes total sense. So let's talk about, I want to talk about quantum theory and, and growing a digital agency because you guys have, I mean, <laughs> You guys, where are you guys at right now? You guys, I know your agency was, I was just reading an article. I mean, you guys are what, at 600000 or something? A month. A month. So yeah, you get $600,000 a month, which by the way, congratulations on that. Um, that's absolutely phenomenal. But when we, I wanted to talk about like the quantum theory and kind of how, like, how it's related to marketing. Because I like the... The Pareto's thing makes total sense to me, the 80-20 yeah. rule. I think, you know, when it applies to pretty much anything in life. But quantum theory is based on physics. And, and like, kind of give us an, a breakdown of how that works when it comes to building a digital agency. So
1: so the way that I think about quantum theory and quantum physics is, in it, it, a lot of people think this is weird. Um, I, and it, is this is something I don't typically talk about publicly, but, but it's kind of funny. I just wrote it in, in the... The question because I, I, I still think it's really important and it's something that, that I'm working on, on a on a continuous basis, but it's the you know it's the whole thoughts become things or what you're thinking about actually affects material things in the universe. Right? I know it sounds strange, right? But I, I can I love tell it. you like <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again in my life and in this business and what I see in clients and what I see in the employees here and how I see in our trajectory, how many times that, that it is like, if I'm dwelling on things that are negative, more negative stuff happens. And if I'm dwelling on things that are positive, more positive things happen. And I can also tell you that every single sleepless night that I have ever had, and I have a lot of them, because when you're growing an agency, there are things that are happening and changing all the time. Not one of those things has happened that I've worried about, and it's and it's it's pretty amazing that that you're so. But I'm spending my effort thinking about things that might happen that never do, and it's literally just a giant waste of time. So the more that I try to focus on on learning more and trying to like you know trying to make my clients happier, trying to focus on the things that are important. Um, focus on getting, you know, having your team be happy and successful working. Like if you're working with a client that comes in and says this shit's never going to work hmm. then they're not a client for you because they're going to find a way for it not to work. Guaranteed.
0: Yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, if, they're,
1: yeah. if they're positive and, and, and think it's going to work, it, it's amazing that that those things happen precipitously. So even if you like you, you read like think and grow rich way way back to that. He actually, you know, Napoleon Hill actually talks about that in his book. And there have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other books that have spawned off from that. But, um, it's, it's more about, you know, being positive, being grateful. I have this, uh, I have this jar over in the corner of my office. That's a Tim Ferriss thing. And, and, uh, And it's like, he calls it the jar of awesome. And I try to write down like a little notepad, something good that happened that day and try to focus on that. And it really helps when you're having a crappy day to to pull that open and say, you know, and all the things that are great are typically things that are very, very minor and small, right? Like I'm, I'm still excited, you know, through grad school and college and growing up, I'm, I'm still excited that I can decide what I want to eat every day now, because I couldn't do that when I was in grad school. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's a, there's a beer that's expensive; it's you know, 21 bucks for a four-pack, and I want to try it. I can do that without stressing about it. That I'm more excited about that than anything else.
0: But I love that man. You, I mean, you can. I could tell in the beginning when we started talking, like I'm, I'm, not, like I, we talked about energy a little bit in the beginning. Like I'm a big like vibes person. Like I feel like you know, and, and you talk about with quantum theory. Is like, you know, if you if you think about it and you you put the, you know, I hate to say positive vibes because that sounds very hippieish. I was raised by hippies, so I can say hippie ish. It feels but it's yeah. it is that very much like if you put it out there, like you're, you know, that that those good things can happen. And the other part of it is is the sleepless nights, which I have an agency, I have those sleepless nights, probably some of the same sleepless nights that you've had for different reasons. But it's the idea of like that's free real estate, right? Like don't we we think about stuff and we assume something can potentially be a problem before it's a problem. And that's a problem, right? In, in and of itself, it's like, you're worried about stuff that like, great. It's, it's great to think about how you can improve things, but don't make it a problem until it becomes a problem. You know, you can be forward thinking about it and say, hey, if this happens, this is how we need to handle it. But like, don't, if it hasn't, if shit hasn't hit the fan yet, don't be the person to make it hit the fan.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And there, there's, there are, there are so many things that, that I I, I think we don't, quite understand yet like uh one of the my my favorite examples and in, in, is they take a proton and they split it and they put one of them in boston and one of them in california and someone observes the proton in boston and the second they observe it it changes and the second it changes the instant it changes the one in california changes like how does it know that it, it's not a millisecond between it it happens at the exact same time so they were like it and it only happens by observing it right So if that can happen, then think about all the things either you're seeing or you're not seeing if you're in a shitty mood or you think nothing's gonna work out right or you're, you're, yeah. you're going down that path of you know my, my life is awful and, and everything bad happens to me.
0: yeah, it's that mindset it, it is important I have a, a few friends and I won't say any names because they'd probably listen to my podcast but that are very it's always oh it's always me this always happens to me and I think you got to be real careful of that because you're really, you really manifest. You're putting that out there in the world that this is always happening to you. So it always should happen to you because that's the way it's supposed to be, you know, and I've always been a very positive person and and I pride myself on being positive and the thing of like, yeah, this is bad, but let's, you know, there's some good things. I mean, COVID being that example right now, yeah, there's, you know, tons of bad stuff or things that are happening this, that, and the other, but I'm like, well, but there's also going to be some good stuff that happens out of it. And I like to be able to kind of really dwell on that, that, you know, it's like, we can always focus on all the things that are going on around us and all this bad stuff and all this, or there's also, you got to look at what is the good from it as well, you know? And sometimes that's hard to do COVID being an example. Of course it's, you know, people are dying around you. It's hard to go, oh, this is perfect. And this is, you know, have roses coming out of your backside. But the idea is, is like really to think about like, Hey, there's, there's a purpose, there's a reason for this, you know, And, and, and understanding that there's that, you know, you can still be positive during times when, when people are negative. So I love that, man. That's a, it's a great mindset to have, you know, it's and the Tim Ferriss thing, I think is awesome. I, I've never actually done that myself, but I might start doing that. I might have to get a jar today.
1: Yeah, just a little piece of paper, but you know, I, I envy that you're, you know, positive all the time. I am not. So it's a, this is a, it's way easier said than done, you know, so it's a constant thing that I'm, I'm consistently working on. So I think if anyone's listening to this and they're like, well, I can never be that way. Um, it's, it's not like a flip of a switch. It's just something that you got to work on. And I think if you think about all the, like, all the first world problems I have, I don't really have any problems. If you know, I, I listened to a, a, a something this morning where the philosopher said, a Greek philosopher, said that if everybody brought all their problems into a store and we divided all the problems between everybody, most people would be more than happy to leave with the problems that they came in with.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that's a sobering thing to say because that's that's I always joke around. It's funny that you said that like I always joke around that I'll say, well that's that's but it's a first world problem. I say that constantly because it's, you think of this stuff like, oh, I spilt my coffee on my leg or, you know, and it's like, but I have an espresso machine. I can go make another one. And my thing is that I spilt coffee on my leg. Like there's people that don't have water in this world and you're worried about spilling coffee. Like, it's just, you know, when you think about it, it is, it is, I, I, it's so funny. The first world problem thing is like, I say that probably twice a week because I really think about it. I was like, really, what are my problems? Like. There's nothing in comparison to com- the people that can't eat or looking for food or just lost their job or whatever. It's like you really do think it is important to put things in perspective and really think about, like, in comparison to everybody else or comparison to you from 10 years ago, are things better They or, or are they not better? And if, if they're right, not right. better, then what do you need to do to improve that? So, you know, I, like I said, I'm a positive person, but not that that doesn't mean it doesn't take work. Right. I yep. mean, there's absolutely days that I wake up and I go okay well here we go we got we got to jump into this thing there's not much else we can do because of things that have happened so i think of you know with the mindset thing is, is it's just like going to the gym like hey you want to get muscles and you want to be in better shape it's not just eating a carrot and doing two push-ups like it's probably gonna take a little bit more than that so you know you have to get in that be ready to like anything else you got to put the time and the effort in and that's whether you're growing an agency whether you want to grow pecs whether you want a six-pack whether you you want whatever that is right you want to be able to run a marathon Well guess what? We'd all love to be able to just jump up and run a marathon, but it takes training. So I love that. Like I said, I, I love the way you're looking at that in regards to growth and how have you guys applied that to like the agency? I mean, is it just, once again, just real positive thinking or like, how would you apply that?
1: Uh, so what I think that the biggest challenge that we have in growth is how to scale effectively and have the same um, the same positive effect on employees and clients and even down to like billing that we did when we were smaller. So you know if I'll just give you an example. When if we had uh you know we had like five clients a month, you know, years ago, billing was easy. We used fresh books, which was an awesome tool. Um and you know spreadsheets. But now we have five to six hundred projects a month that come through. And FreshBooks just couldn't, when you get up to that point, FreshBooks, yeah. you know, couldn't handle that. Um, and it, Like I said, it was an amazing tool until we got to that point. But just little things like, like, how do we scale billing effectively? How do I have to make sure that I don't have to spend, um, hire two more people just to do my billing, which ruins your profitability in, you know, in things? Or, you know, now that we have uh, all these customers, how do we make sure that each one of them is getting proper communication and we're not you know so we tried salesforce that didn't work so we built our own system in monday right we we reskinned monday i mean we have a developer um that helped us reformat monday and business partner is he's really good at process and those things so i'm really fortunate because i'm the crazy idea relationship guy um and he's amazing at, at looking at those things and and building processes around them so that's been our biggest challenge and it's continuous it, it's probably never going to end like you know just probably kind of like amazon is never going to be done developing right you yeah. find something wrong and fix it
0: yeah yeah there's always something right that's the only that's the only we always talk with the only the only what is the only constant is change
1: right? yes like
0: it's like it's just one of those things it's like once you get to a certain point you're like that's awesome Now I got 20 more things to worry about because we got this, 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 and this. So it never goes away. I think even, I think there's this thing called retirement. And I think at that point it's supposed to go away. But even then, if you're, I can see you're probably like me, we're a little crazy in the sense that like my wife, we joke around. She's like, like somebody said, oh, when are you going to retire? And I'm like, I don't know. My wife's like, he'll never retire. And I'm like, well, then there goes my PR person talking for me. Yes, I will never retire and just know that. I will always be working and doing something. If it doesn't kill me, then I'll, I'll keep doing it. So I don't know. Anyways, it's, yeah, right? Absolutely. That was yet another amazing conversation with Kevin. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you about quantum theory and the power of positivity. I hope we've managed to spread the power to you, our listeners, too. On that note, it's time to wrap up this episode, but don't go anywhere yet. On our next episode, I'll be back with Kevin to discuss Google Analytics and digital accountability. Also, if you're having issues getting your website to rank well for your desired keywords, get in touch with our team at shanebarker.com. We've been helping numerous businesses improve their SEO and scale their online presence, and we can do the same for you. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast.